Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Here's Pastor Mark Pearl. Enjoy the message. Let's find Psalm 23 this morning. Psalm 23. I am, um, I just, um, I just feel really led to go back and, and redo a series that I did back in 2019 about surviving the end times. Uh, so, you know, we can title this Surviving End Times 1, 2, 3, but each, each message I'm going to preach on something different. And uh, because we're, we're in the end times. I said we're in the end times. And the scriptures are plain that some people are not going to make it through it. The Bible tells us that some will depart from the faith. Uh, the scripture talks about a falling away. Uh, Paul is the one that warns about these things. He said that perilous times would come. The Amphite Bible says times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with, hard to bear. And so I've, I've come to realize that not everybody is going to make it through it. And so I just feel like I've got sort of a, a mandate, not sort of, but I do have a mandate from God to, to talk about these things. And to warn people, be ready, praise God. And, uh, you know, so, so there's just some things that we, need to, that we don't need to get caught up in that'll suck us out. And so, so uh, you know, from the plan of God for our life, God's got a good plan. And let me make this plain to you, you know, this is, I don't want this to, to sound fearful or anything like that. If, if, if you just do the right things, you're going to sail through this blessed. But, but you've got to watch some things and make sure that you don't, you're not one of those that departs from the faith or that, you know, falls away. None of that's like overnight. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you don't wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm leaving the faith. I, I don't know, I just thought I'd leave today. No, it's little by little, amen. You get seduced, you know. But if you stay with the Word, you're going to be fine, amen. Here's what I want to talk about this morning, though. I want to talk about keeping yourself in peace. Keeping yourself in peace. Go to Psalm 23, <clears throat> verse 1. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. He's a good shepherd. Amen. Hallelujah. But, you know, here's what I found out. You got to let him shepherd you. You got to allow him to shepherd you. See, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. So if you're led by God, you're going to find yourself in green pastures and still waters. Because that's where He leads you. Amen? Oh, God's liable to lead you through some kind of terrible thing, awful thing, and all that. God, no, God leads me through still waters. That doesn't mean He doesn't lead me in places where there's danger. Doesn't mean He doesn't lead me in places where there's challenges or there's trials. But in the midst of it, I'm in, I'm, I am in peaceful, restful waters on the inside of me. Hallelujah. It may, you know, there may be some things going on the outside. You know, I mean, I'm not saying, 
<laughs> don't take this as like God would never lead me into a difficult place to do difficult things. <laughs> he will. But this, we're talking about what, what's going on on the inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. So he leads me. Amen. Everybody say he leads me. So if he's leading us, <coughs> you know, we're going to be in a peaceful place. The Bible says the peace of God passes all understanding. What's that mean? It make, it, you can have peace when it doesn't make any sense to have peace. Brother Hagin said one time his wife said to him, she said, I don't believe you'd worry if me and the kids fell dead. He said, well, no, what'd be the point in worrying then? He said that wasn't the right thing to say. She didn't like it very well. But that, I mean, I understand. You know, see, the, the devil will always say, well, now, you've you got to have something to worry about. A lady told me this one time, walking into church, we were having a conversation. And she was talking to me about something that was troubling her. And I said something to her. I don't remember the conversation now. This has been a number of years ago. But I said something to her about not, not worrying. Cast it over on the Lord, you know, Pastor Chuck. And she said back to me, I will never forget. She said, anybody that doesn't worry about something is crazy. <laughs> That's how people go crazy. You know, she was an older lady and I was a young man at the time, so I let it slide. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm older, I probably would say something. Because I'm old enough now to rebuke the old. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, that's what Paul told Timothy. Rebuke not an elder. Well, hey, I can do it now. Hallelujah. Amen. Timothy was a young pastor at the time. He said, don't, don't rebuke elders, just entreat them. Amen. But, but the Bible tells us that Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. Right? My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Listen to this. You let not your heart be troubled. Who's, who's going to keep your heart from being troubled? Well, you have to do it. <coughs> it'll be God's, it'll be the peace of Jesus. <coughs> but you have to do it. You have to say, I'm not going to be troubled by that. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Amen. Don't, don't do it. Why? Well, because Jesus said, I've left my peace with you. Well, how many know his peace is, his peace is pure stuff, right? It's not, it's not cut with anything. I'm sorry, that was a phrase you didn't understand. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, that's from the drug years. Anyway... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I slipped back there for a minute. Now his peace is pure. Amen. It's the real deal. It's pure. 100%. Amen. It's pure. Praise God. And so he, he said also, he went on to say in John 16, he said, uh, these things I've spoken unto you that, 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 it, that in me you might have peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome it. Now, what's he saying? He said, you're going to come through it. You're going to have victory through the midst of it. Now, you know, listen, I, I don't know where people realize this or not, but man, you know, uh, 
the world's not going to get any better. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to have a revival and a move of God, but there's always going to be that remnant out there because we're in Antichrist days right now. You know, we're, it, listen, <clears throat> you, ever watch a, you ever watch a news broadcast, you know, when there's a hurricane going on in Florida or someplace? You know what I'm saying? And these reporters get out there in it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know how truthful they are with what they're doing, you know. You know how they're bracing, you know. You ever seen that? I was watching that one day. I mean, that reporter's braced, and, and all of a sudden, I see a, a young man in shorts just strolling behind him like this. Like, that wasn't supposed to happen. I mean, his, his, his kids just stroll along like it's, you know, it's a good, nice summer day. <laughs> but my, my point is, is what happens? When a hurricane, when a hurricane comes in, you first start feeling the outer bands of the thing. And you know it's on its way because you're, you're beginning to experience some things that let you know there's a storm out there on the horizon soon. And that is the way, that's the way it is with the tribulation right now. We are experiencing the outer bands of it. There are things, listen now, there are things that are happening right now that are prophesied to happen during the tribulation period. Now, they're not full throttle, but you can begin to feel the wind off of them. You begin to tell, this, is, this, this stuff that's going on right now, this isn't just normal stuff. This is tribulation period stuff that's happening right now. We're beginning to experience the outer bands. The nations are, are aligning together just like the Bible said. Now, they started to try to do that about 30 years ago. And it was like premature, and the Lord stopped that. But I'm not so sure. Now is the time when everything's lining up. And this is it. So, I don't know about you, but I thank God I'm in the church. Amen. I'm just honest with you. I'd be scared spitless if I wasn't in the church. Man. Because it's, a, it's, it's, really, it's really, we're beginning to see this creep in, this tribulation period creep in. And I'm telling you what, the devil and his group, they have no mercy whatsoever. None. We hear this preached about tolerance. Did you ever notice how tolerant, intolerant the tolerant preachers are? That's because the spirit that drives them is the spirit of the devil. And he's tolerant as long as you're agreeing with him. But you disagree and man, the tolerance goes away. You, 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 the poison will come out. Amen. So we're living in that time, but thank God we can have peace. Go to Isaiah chapter 21. Isaiah 21. Why? Because the Lord said, I give you my peace. Well, if he gave us his peace, I mean, you know, uh, we can have peace. Even though it passes understanding, even though it doesn't make any sense to have peace, we can have peace because he left us his peace. Hallelujah. How many know we, he said, well, I don't understand all that. Well, there's a lot of things you don't understand that you use. You understand how an airplane flies? You understand all the mechanics of an airplane? No, but you use it, right? You don't even understand your car. Amen? 
Some of you are so, so lack of understanding in your car when the check engine light comes on. You pull over to the side of the road, lift the hood up and say, yep, the engine's still there. We're good. <laughs> and off you go. Well, you don't have to understand that part, do you? All you got to do is know how to drive it. Amen. There's a lot of things you don't understand that you use. I don't understand a lot about the computers and things. I don't understand about that, but I use it. We had a guy come in and service our computers one time here at church or a computer, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, he's showing me stuff in there I didn't even know was in there. I mean, he got back in there and found games and stuff that they don't, they don't show up on the screen. There's no way to get to them unless you type certain uh, numerical and letter equations into that computer. You can type things in there, and there's stuff in the background. There's stuff going on. There's stuff in there that you don't even know is in there. I had no idea. He was pulling out games. He said, watch this. He clicks. There it is. There's a game, there was a game called Gorilla Toss where there's this gorilla trying to throw a boomerang over tall skyscrapers and not hit them. So said, did you know that's in there? I said, no, I didn't know that's in there. And some of y'all are like, Pastor, I'm going to talk to you after the service and find out what letters he type in there. I don't have a clue. I've never found it since. But he's just saying, see, I'm, see, a guy like that's too smart for me. I like him, but he can't be my friend. Because we don't have anything to talk about. But my point in saying that is, is I, I don't understand all there is about that. There's things that I don't understand, but I use it on a daily basis. I use a, some, some type of, uh, you know, intelligence like that. You know, I, I mean, I, sometimes I carry on as, a, you know, how many know what a, an Alexa is? Sometimes I carry on conversation with her like she's a human being. It's like this morning she didn't want to talk. I said, you don't want to talk? She wouldn't tell me what the weather's going to be. Well, like, you're not talking? Yeah, I asked her, I said, you feeling all right? And I told Phil, so then I threatened to tell him, I'm just going to ask Siri, see what you think about that. Make her a little jealous, you know, so she'd talk to me. Women are like that. Some days they don't talk to you. I don't know what was wrong with her today, but she wasn't talking this morning. And Phyllis said she wouldn't talk to her either, so I don't know. Now, did you find uh, <coughs> Luke? <laughs> I don't know why I told you Isaiah 21. Go to Luke 21. I'm sorry. <laughs> Way off. <coughs> Isaiah 21. It makes me wonder what's in Isaiah 21. Go to Luke 21. <laughs> Isaiah 21. All right, Luke 21. I, I'm just going to Isaiah 21 because I want to see what is in Isaiah 21. Oh, prophecy against Babylon. Well, let's go to, uh, let's go to Luke 21. Got it? Verse 25 says, there shall be signs. I mean, those signs are to, to point you, right? That's why, you know, you got street signs, right? You, you know, if you're in a strange place, I mean, you, you pay attention to signs, right? If you haven't been there before, you pay attention to the signs. Uh, in the sun, in the moon, in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of, of nations. Now, you know, we, we see, like even in our own country right now, a, lo a lot of people talking about, you know, uh, aliens and so forth, you know. 
life from outer space, so forth. You say, well, Pastor, do you believe there's life out there? Well, certainly. I mean, didn't you watch Star Trek? Of course, there's all kinds of things out there. No, listen, here's what, here's, here's what I think. I think, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying people aren't seeing stuff, but Jesus said there would be signs. He said there would be. There would be signs out there in the heavenlies. And, and you know, whether what they are, a lot of stuff can be explained to me as just demonic, you know. And he says, uh, now notice this, and, in, and upon the earth. Well, that's where we're at. Distress of nations, or anguish of nations, with perplexity. The word perplexity means to be at a loss. They don't know what to do. We're there now, right? The sea and the waves roaring. Well, you know, that tsunami in 2005 killed like 230,000 people. And the earth and Christians just like, well, ho-hum. Man, that's a sign. That's a big sign. Men's hearts failing them for fear... And, and the King James says, and for looking after, or the expectation, or paying attention to those things which are coming upon the earth, for the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. See, if we, if we look, if, we, if all we do is look at the things that are coming on the earth, our peace is going to be stolen from us. If all we do is pay attention to the news, we're going to lose our peace. Our Facebook or Twitter. Amen? See, you have to understand that we're supposed to be looking someplace else. We, we get our news from this book right here. This is my evening news. And it's accurate. Now, I'm not saying that we're, you know, that we don't, we're not informed, we don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying... That's not where your focus needs to be. It doesn't need to be on, on the news. It needs to be on the, on, on, the, on, on the book. Peter said, grace and peace come to you by the knowledge of God. Right? If you keep, Paul said in Romans, he says, the carnal mind, it, it, to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is, you mind that? Life and, and peace. So we have to have our minds on the right thing. We can, you know, you can't just be focusing. Let me just say this to you. I know most people in here believe this, and I know that, but you never know. But a lot of people need to really realize that the, that the news, they've lost all credibility with me. That's why their ratings keep going down and their viewing keeps going down because even sinners are waking up. These people are full of it. Not all of them. There's, I'm certain there's good people still in the media, like there's good people everywhere. But I'm just talking about as an overall picture, they're just, you know. And if you, now listen to me, if you think all the conservative news you get's the truth too, you got another thing coming also. Some of that's just a little hyped up too. Now I offended some of you right there. No, you can't believe all this stuff. You, you got to find out what God said about it. Amen. What, what the Lord said, what, what's he got to say about the situation in his book? Because you, you, can't trust, you can't trust people. People are people. Amen. And the news, sometimes the news has just, they have a way just to, to it's like one guy said one time, he was, he was a, he's, in, he's passed on now, but he was a 
a conservative commentator and a good one. But, you know, he talking about how he was going to speak to this place. And he said, you know, the news media didn't report on my, what I had to say. They didn't report on any of that. He said their report was there were protesters that met me. He said, I drove through the protesters. He said, there were three. <laughs> so what they said was not a lie. It was just an unjust balance. Right? I mean, I could, I could get whipped cream and nuts on my ice cream and find three people to protest that if I just looked hard enough. I could come in here with a pair of ostrich cowboy skin cowboy boots on. And I can find 12 or 13 people to protest that. Oh, you killed a bird to put it on your feet? Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm winning all kinds of friends today. Peter, everybody else, you know what I'm talking about. But you know what I'm saying. There's always people protesting. And have you ever noticed that's who the news media, the news media, that's who they put out front, the weirdos. Hallelujah. Are you, are you calling? I'm not calling anybody anything. Just, just hold it. All I know is I believe the Bible where God told Peter, rise, kill, and eat. <coughs> Hallelujah. If it doesn't have parents, I don't know if I want it. <laughs> Moving right along, praise the Lord. I'm just having some fun with you. I know you're not, but hey, hey listen now. <laughs> Listen now, we got to stop looking after the things. If we're going to have peace, you got to quit focusing on those. And here's what I've noticed now, and, and I know there's some of this that, that, that I understand some of it. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But, but we got to watch, we don't get out of balance with this. What I'm getting ready to say, you, you can get out of balance with this. You got to watch it. I've realized that now, years ago, when we met with other Christians and we went out, you know, fellowshiped or we're driving somewhere or something like that. We're, we talked about the Word of God. Amen. Now we talk about how bad it is in America and I'm all about politics all the time. Now you have to know those things, but don't feed on that all the time. It's going to rob you of your peace. Right. Know what's going on and move on. That's, right. That's about the extent of it. Right? Because I get so, you know, Phil, I mean, I used to listen to conservative talk radio. I mean, I would go out and run and I'd listen to conservative talk radio. I'd drive and listen to conservative talk radio where at one time I, I was listening to the word of God. And then Phyllis got to notice and, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd be ready to fight somebody. You know what I'm saying? She, could say, she says, what you been listening to? What are you asking? You a liberal? Your dog a liberal? What? What do you want to know? Oh, sorry, hon. See what I'm saying? Now, that doesn't mean you're to be ignorant and uninformed either. So just take this in balance. But, man, that's not where you want to put your focus on, your attention on. You want to put your focus on God and His Word, the things of God. Because, you know... I, all that, all this, all this going on in this world stuff. Listen now, listen to this, listen now. That's not, that's not the end for me. The world, the world's not dictating my future at all. 
What goes on in America? People say, well, I'm just believing for America to save. Well, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Don't misunderstand me. But I'm telling you, whether America makes it or not, I'm making it. Now, my belief is this. America is going to make it as long as the church is still on the earth because the church is here. But once we're gone, they're, 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 that's not going to be good for all the countries <laughs> when the church leaves. Amen. Are you with me now? I mean, God, God's got his eyes, you know. I mean, he's, he, God, you know, it's amazing. About God keeps his word, doesn't he? I mean, man, just think of the things he's promised Israel. He's kept every bit of it. You know what I'm saying? And he'll complete that. He'll complete that. Amen. Now, now read on with me. Come on, are you getting something this morning? I'm about ready to close here. Go with me. Uh, let's read on. In verse 28, jump down there. He says, when these things began, notice this, not, not in the middle of it, when they began to come to pass, what are you supposed to do? Where are you supposed to look at? Where at? You're not supposed to look down. You're not supposed to look on the beggarly elements of the world. You're not supposed to look around. You're supposed to look up. Why? Because your redemption draws nigh. Lift up your heads. Why are so many Christians down today? Why? Because they're looking at the wrong thing. They're looking after those things that are coming on the earth instead of doing like Jesus said and said, look up because you've got something coming. Praise God. You got promises. See, the Bible says we don't look at things that are seen, but at things which are not seen. Isn't that right? For the things which are seen are only temporary. The things which are not seen are eternal. Paul said there, that's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and in verse 16 of chapter 4, he said, Though our outward man perish, yet the inward man's being renewed day by day. So don't just look at the outward man. How many know your outward man? is perishing. What does that mean? Oh, what it means is he's getting older. <clears throat> Amen. Doesn't mean that he has to be sick. Doesn't mean he has to be weak. Doesn't mean he has to be broken down. <clears throat> it just means he's getting older. He's wearing out. What do you think you smell after you haven't taken a shower in three days? Death's on you. You got to wash it off. All those dead cells, you got to wash them off, man. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. You're... Somebody said, you know, your life, you're like, a, you're like a jug of milk. You got an expiration date on there. You know what milk smells like when it goes bad? Oh, my gosh. Right? I don't know if you like me, but every, but every time I get ready to get a glass of milk, first thing I do is smell of it. I'm going to start smelling you people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not far away. How, how many understand? Uh, now, see, that sounds more... No, no, listen to me. See, that's why Paul said, don't look at the things that you can see. It's just temporary. This house is just, I'm getting a, uh, the Bible says I'm getting a house eternal made without hands, eternal in the heavens. See? Now that doesn't mean this body has to be sick, but you know as well as I do when, you know, 
uh, when you get a little older, you, 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 don't, you, can't, you can't do as, as well as what you did when you were younger. Uh, you know, you take fighters, you know, for instance, boxers, you know. Once they get a little older, you know, they can't do what they did in their 20s. It doesn't mean they can't still fight, but they can't fight like they did. Amen. There's a few of them that, you know, have challenged the age thing. But still, there's a limit. Amen. And, I, you know, I realize that with my own body. You know, I mean, I realize I can't, I, I can't do things the same way. I can still do them, but not, maybe not as fast and not without making as many noises <laughs> as I did when I was 20. You know, I, I picked, and I was strong when I was in my 20s. You can ask my wife. I, I could just pick things up. I, I didn't have to have any help. Just pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Throw it in the back of the truck, you know. Really, I, I, could, I could, you may think this is a lie and exaggeration, but it's not. I could, I could take your dryer, your washing machine, and put it in the back of the truck by myself. Any help. Now, what I do is I look for somebody else to do it. <laughs> I can still do it. I just got to have some help. Why? Because, you know, your body, you know what I'm saying. But it doesn't have to be sick. Right. Amen. 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 Doesn't have to be weak. Right. It's just getting older. You know, you're going to get another one. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, I want you to look at a few more things. Give me just a little bit more time this morning. We got, I got started a little later, but let's, uh, let's go over to uh, Mark chapter 4. We're in Luke, so go to Mark chapter 4. You got it? Mark 4, it's real important that, that, that we, we don't let our peace get, you know, robbed from us, we, that we keep ourselves in peace in these last days. Because the world's going to be looking for somebody that's got it together. That needs to be the church. I said that needs to be the church. Verse 34 says, but with, uh, well, verse 35, Mark 4, 35, it says, on the same day, when evening was come, he, that's Jesus, said unto them, his disciples, let us pass over unto the other side. Now, how many know that's in red? In my Bible, that's in red. That came out of the mouth of Jesus, right? So if Jesus said we're going to the other side, where do you think they're going to end up at? The other side. And when he had sent the multitude away, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. But he was in the, the hinder part of the stern of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said to him, Master, don't you care that we perish? And he arose and he rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Amen. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no, what? Faith. No faith. So what, is it, what does this tell us? <laughs> he was expecting them to use their faith on this. Right. Right? right? See, that tells me, this is revelation for some. That tells me faith can be used for other things besides salvation. Right? right? right. See, some... Teach, well, all faith is for us for salvation. No, he said, where's your faith here? Right. 
in this storm. You have no faith. Where's your faith at, guys? Now, what did he do? Well, he got up and he said, what? Peace. How many know you can't, you can't give out what you don't have? I like to say it like this. This is not new revelation, but I, I really like this. That storm got inside of the disciples, but it didn't get in Jesus. Both Jesus and the disciples went through the storm, but the storm got in some of them. And Jesus, it didn't get in him. He had peace. That's how strong his peace is. Hallelujah. Amen. So <laughs> we have to realize that, you know, how many know your, your, your boat's not going to go down with Jesus in it? Right. How many know the, the, the tomorrow morning the, news, the, the, the Jerusalem Post was not going to say, Son of God dies in boating accident. All disciples perish with him. Cancel the cross. How I many that's not going to happen? Why? He said we're going to the other side. And if he said we're going to the other side, guess where we're going? Well, how I many he said some things about us, hasn't he? Why are we so fearful? We shouldn't be fearful. Amen. I think Jesus was telling his disciples, why, basically, why would you wake me up? Why didn't you do something about this yourself? Right? <laughs> it's like a... Evangelist friend of mine said, and I've said this many times, but all right, when he said this, I, it was revelation. I thought that was funny. He said, you know what? If you have to wake a guy up and ask him if he cares, he probably doesn't care or he'd be awake. Amen. You know, Jesus, Jesus went to How many of you got to be a sound sleeper to sleep through that? You got to be like Miss Phyllis here. You got to be able to sleep through just about anything. But God Almighty has given us the same faith. This is, this, this, is, this is really rich. The same faith that, that the Lord Jesus Christ had. Paul said it's the faith of the Son of God. He gave us His faith. He gave us His righteousness. Think about that. Wow, that's strong. Doesn't mean we use it like He did or as we're efficient with it as He is, but we have the raw material, Amen. One last scripture. Come on, give me one more last scripture. Let's go to Romans 15. We'll close here. Hope you got something out of this today. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about different things in surviving the end times. The first thing I wanted to talk about this morning was keep yourself in peace. Don't let your peace be robbed from you. If you're born again, Jesus gave you his peace. Amen. Don't let, don't let life steal it. Don't look at the wrong things. Look at the right things. Now, in Romans chapter 15, verse 13... The Bible says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So he said there's joy, there's peace when we're in faith. See, if, if our peace gets stolen, how many know it's because we're not in faith about it? Amen? See, how many are, how many are secure today that you're going to heaven. Anybody ever seen heaven? But why are you so peaceful about it? Most of us are peaceful enough that we, we're peaceful enough to die right now. 
because we're so convinced by faith that heaven's a reality, right? So you've had that so drilled into you that it's part of you. Amen. To the point where most people that I know as believers, they're not afraid to die. I mean, they don't have a death wish, but they're not afraid to die because they know where they're going to go. That's right. Amen. Amen. A uh, friend of mine, his, uh, his sister just went home to be with the, we with the Lord just a few days back. And I went, you know, she was in the hospital, and I went to see her, and she wanted, you know what she wanted to do? She wanted to go home and be with Jesus. Hallelujah. She said, she said, is it wrong for me to ask the Lord to take me home? Is it wrong for me? I mean, she's an older lady, you know, in her 70s. Is it wrong? I said, no, it's not wrong. You might tell you no, but it's not wrong. Amen. And, uh, you know, but here's a person that, you know, was in, you know, that, that was making a decision with their life. He was making a decision. Am I going to stay here or am I just going to go be with Jesus? She chose to go be with Jesus. That takes some faith. How many know you better die in faith, hadn't you? (laughs) Amen. That took some faith, you know. And so, so I said, well, I'm going to pray for you. Her name's Mary. I said, I'm going to pray for you, Mary. And she says, well, how are we going to pray? I could tell. She really wasn't wanting me to pray for the Lord to heal her. (laughs) She goes, how are we going to pray? I said, well, how do you want to pray? (laughs) So I just prayed and said, Lord, if it's time for Mary to go on home, just take her on home. I think it was about, I don't know, three or four days later. I can't remember exactly now, maybe a, a week later. I didn't even think it was a week. She went home. Now, she's in heaven right now, rejoicing and having a good time, and we're stuck in heaven, so. (laughs) Amen. But my point, I said that to say this. She didn't have an ounce of fear in her about going on. Not an ounce. Because she she was sure where she was headed to. Amen. That's what faith does. When, when, you, when you build your faith on God's Word, it gives you great peace. You're sure what's going to happen. Amen. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.